Hey, Purpose Claremont, just wanted to share with you something that stood out to me in uh, this morning's reading um, out of First Chronicles, uh, and it's in chapter 11. So let me pray, uh, and just like a really, I think it's a powerful leadership principle found right here in the scriptures. And so let's pray, and then we'll look at it. Jesus, we give you thanks for today. We give you thanks for another day, and um, God, we want to come together and we pray uh, this eve of our election uh, for your peace. God, your peace to really kind of fill our land. Um, but I pray that uh, I thank you that your will will be accomplished as it comes to who is um, like what you, you place all authority. You put all authority in place. Um, so, Father, I pray that we as followers of Jesus would find our hope and truth in that, that we would um that we would show unity and peace and be citizens that bless. Um, so God, I pray that you would help us respond appropriately and to be an impact on people. And then now as we open up first Chronicles and just look at this, I thank you, God, um, again, for showing this um, and revealing this, everything that we learned from scripture is your revelation. So we pray that you would reveal by your Holy spirit. We pray in your name. Amen. Okay. So uh, in chapter 10, it, uh, it, uh, the writer talks about Saul's death. Saul, King Saul died, um, and as well as his sons. And so, and when you see, uh, and this isn't a, this is a hard verse. I mean, really what happened is um, when you go to chapter 10, verse three, it says the, the battle pressed hard against Saul. So he's, he's in battle against the Philistines. Uh, the battle pressed hard against Saul and the archers found him and he was wounded by the archers. And then Saul said to his armor bearer and says, draw your sword and kill me because he was afraid of how the Philistines were going to treat him if they captured him. The, the armor bearer wouldn't do it because it said, quote, for he feared greatly. He couldn't, he couldn't touch the anointed. He couldn't touch the king in that way. So Saul fell on his own sword and <clears throat> killed himself. And then the armor bearer saw him die and killed himself. So it says that the archers found him and wounded him. When you jump down to verse 14, um, actually the verses 13 to 14, so Saul died for his breach. Here's the reason why he died, for his breach of faith. He broke faith with the Lord in that he did not keep the command of the Lord and also consulted a medium seeking guidance. He did not seek guidance from the Lord. Isn't that weird? He could have gone to God. He could have repented and sought guidance from the Lord, but he didn't. In other words, instead of doing that, instead of seeking guidance from the Lord, he actually went to a medium. A spiritist who would speak on, like, speak to the dead, um, in order to give guidance to Saul. Which is, when you look in Scripture, God hates it. He abhors mediums. He says, "Absolutely not. Do not speak to mediums. Do not." In fact, he wants them driven out. Doesn't want them around. But he does it in secret. He says, um, and also consulted a medium seeking guidance. Verse fourteen. He did not seek guidance from the Lord. So therefore based upon everything in verse 13, sorry, verse 13, therefore the Lord put him to death and turned the king over, I'm sorry, king, turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Jesse. That's a hard verse to swallow. We're not used to verses like that, or at least we, if we're not spending time in the Old Testament, we're not used to verses like that. We know that the archers found him, but all of that orchestrated by God, that God ultimately is the ultimate judge and has every right to do whatever he wants to fulfill judgment and his judgment is right and righteous and pure and good. 
And so God accomplished what he wants, and the kingdom is going to go to David. Now watch this. In chapter 11, verse 1, Then all Israel gathered together to David at, at Hebron and said, Behold, we are your bone and flesh. In time, Now listen, in times past, even when Saul was king, it was you who led out and brought in Israel. And the Lord your God said to you, You shall be shepherd of my people Israel, and you shall be prince over my people Israel. Now, guys, that, that's the part that stands out to me. Saul is king, and yet, uh, and then he dies in battle. And now David is going to be ushered in um, to become king. But when you hear the people speak to David, they said, again, um, in times past, even when Saul was king, so Saul had the position, he had the title of king, right? Title and position of king. So therefore, by title and position, he's the leader. But look at what they said. <clears throat> even in times past, even when Saul was king, it was you who led. It was you who led out and brought in Israel. In other words, Saul had the position and the title, but David had the influence. Look at it. Saul had the position of leadership and the title of leadership, but he wasn't the leader. What these people were saying is that while Saul had the title and the position, David is the one who had the influence. For those of you that are placed into a place of leadership, you have the title, you have the position of leadership. My question to you is, do you have the influence? The influence is what makes the leader. And if, if, you're, if you are the leader, yet no one is willing to follow, then are you really a leader? But when you look at this and say you don't have a position of leadership, maybe you're under everyone, or you're just starting out, or you just don't have that, and yet you're working within a team, friends, still be a leader. If God has called you to be a leader, especially if he's given you a spiritual gift of leadership, not everyone gets that spiritual gift of leadership. It's whoever God wants to give it to. Like the Holy Spirit is the one who gives out the gifts of the Spirit. And it's based upon his will and his desire. And so if you have that spiritual gift of leadership, but you don't have the position or the title, what do you do? You still lead. You still influence for the betterment of your job, your business, your organization. If you're a ministry leader for the ministry, you may not be top dog in the church or the organization, but you still have influence. And God wants you to use that influence. When you see it again, in times past, even when Saul was king, title and position, it was you. David, who had influence, it was you who led out and brought in Israel. You led out, that's leadership, and people would follow him, and then he brought him in. And this is what stood out to me, those two things that David did. You led them out, that's the leader. The leader calls people, hey, follow me, let's go. But the leader, you led them out. The only way that I can lead someone out is that I'm going before them or I'm going right next to them. I'm leading them where they should go. And so even as a leader, I'm still being led. There's people in my life that I've submitted myself to and they are my leaders. Like I follow their lead. So if you're a leader and yet you don't have anyone that you're following who leads you, you might want to pull back and you might want to ask the Lord, hey, God, reveal to me who I could approach, who could invest in my life so that I become a better leader. So to be to lead someone or a group of people out, you have to be in the front. You have to be leading them. And what's important about leading others is you can only lead someone where you've been. As far as like, if you want to lead a group to a certain place, especially now I'm going to talk about with relationship to Jesus, you can only lead them as far as you've been. 
So if you're not in, if you're not spending time alone with the Lord in the Word or in prayer, you're not practicing social. Or I'm, I'm so used to social distancing, spiritual disciplines. If you're not practicing spiritual disciplines in any way, and yet you're trying to lead people into a deeper relationship with Jesus, and maybe you're a gifted communicator and you're you are a gifted leader, but you're not spending time alone with with the with with the Lord. I promise you this, you are not impacting your people as well as you can. For ministry should flow out of our relationship with Jesus, not replace it. That our relationship with Jesus is first and foremost primary. It's what we were created for in our leading and our pastoring, our shepherding, um, and I'm talking to ministry leaders, um, if you have that position in the church, it should flow out of rest in Christ not be work that all of a sudden we get alone with God because we need some rest. No, let everything that we do flow out of abiding in Jesus. For those that say, I don't have a ministry, quote unquote, leadership position. I'm not in the church in a paid position, which totally fine. I mean, it's it's where you are is where you're supposed to be. And so you, if you're leading an organization, you're leading a business, you're a teacher, you're leading school or um, you're administrative or whatever, whatever your, um, whatever your place is, it's the same thing that if you're a follower of Jesus, you spend time alone with the Lord in the word, in prayer, practicing spiritual disciplines so that you can impact those that you're having an influence on. Those in the business field that you can impact and lead them, you serve and lead them, and it comes out of a relationship with Jesus. Those in the education, those who are impacting students, those who are leading the schools, same thing. You should be. That is what God has called you to do to impact the world in a way that's going to advance his kingdom. And so don't just don't think, well, I'm not doing ministry. You are, are absolutely doing ministry. Ministry is anything that we're doing, any work that we're doing that God has called and gifted us to for the purpose of advancing his kingdom. Not everyone is called to be a quote unquote pastor. And yet there are so many people who are are called to be in leadership and they're placed in different ways, in different places. And that's where God wants them to be. And so you may not have the top title and you may not have the top position but you're still called to have the influence of leader. And so to lead out, I say is leading. You can't lead and you can't lead anyone unless people are following. And if you're going to have people follow, you got to make sure you know where you're leading them to. And then second, brought them in or brought in Israel. That's the part where I look and go, that's kind of like, that's caring for them. Like we went out and we're going to come back. I'm going to care for you. I'm going to bring you back so we can take a break. We can rest. Then we're going to go back out. We're going to take a break. There has to be this ebb and flow that like we're going to advance. We're going to pull back a little bit and take a break. So if you're leading an organization or a business, you lead them out. And then when you've achieved some of these milestones that you're trying to get to, pull back a second. Start celebrating what it is that you've, that, what you've accomplished, but give, every, give everyone a, a break. But if it's just this constant push hard, 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 and don't stop, guys, we wear out the people that God has entrusted to us. Ministry leaders, we go out, we lead the people, and then we bring them back. That's the shepherd role. To lead them out as the leader, to bring them back as the shepherd, to actually care for their souls rather than just trying to get them to go forward. And a lot of times what we're trying to lead for is that we can get people to build our church rather than to really shepherd them so that they're actually building God's kingdom. That's the goal. And so that stood out to me. I just wanted to pass it on. Hopefully it's a blessing. Hopefully it's helpful to you. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys have had a great, uh, what day is it? Monday. Hope you've had a great Monday and we'll talk soon. Take care.